Romans chapter number 12. Thank you, Brother Amos. Romans chapter number 12. And uh, we are going to uh, get through verse 18 and 19 uh, this evening. And I just felt like uh, it would be, we would be here too long if I uh, tried to get through the uh, end of the chapter. And so, Lord willing, uh, we will finish uh, next Wednesday night with Romans chapter 12 and look forward to getting into another chapter uh, after that. Uh, but we're going to be in <clears throat> Romans chapter 12, verse 18 and 19. And uh, if you have that open in your Bibles, we'll start reading <clears throat> verse number 18. The Bible says, If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. We're going to use verse 18 to get us into our Bible study tonight. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Uh, tonight I want to teach on at peace with others. Uh, a lot of times we define things ourselves and we try and pass that off as scripture. Um, at peace, we say, Pastor, what are you talking about? At peace with others is different than getting along with others. At peace with others is different than on the same page with others. Just like oftentimes we say, oh, well, well the Bible says that I'm, I, my family, I'm supposed to do this and this and this. You know, I'm not commanded to eat Thanksgiving dinner with my family. Matter of fact, I'm not going to this year. No, uh, uh, I'm not commanded. Well, 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 I have, you know, I'm commanded to, to, to love and to pray. And somebody's struggling. I got to go down there with it. I got to be there. Well, well before you, you, you do that, have you prayed? The point I'm making is a lot of times we make some assumptions about Scripture and it's not what Scripture really teaches. And tonight is one of those things that I think will be a help to us, especially as we get one step closer to the end of this chapter. And uh, next week we'll be dealing uh, with evil and those that, that, that hate us and our enemies. But tonight I want to teach on being at peace with others. Let's ask the Lord to help us. Father, uh, I pray that you'll help us tonight. I pray the Holy Spirit of God will be our guide. The Holy Spirit of God will be our teacher. Uh, may we allow Him to uh, help us, to encourage us, to convict us, and so that we might establish some things, uh, some Bible principles that will help us honor and glorify you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, the Bible indicates here, we know that there, in this chapter we've seen over many, many weeks and months now, uh, a lot of things that we are commanded to do. We are, we are to make ourselves a living sacrifice. We are to renew our mind. We're to do all of these things. There are things in the church for every Christian to have a part in the body, has a part in the body of Christ. Now we come to um, verse number 18. If it be possible as much as lieth in you. Now notice here's something that we're told to do. Live peaceably with all men. Uh, God said live peaceably. There it is. We have it. Let's go do it. Uh, if it were only that simple. Uh, some introductory notes before we get into the outline tonight. Let me first of all say peace is not always possible. Wait a minute, Pastor. You have been teaching in the last weeks. You have made this statement. 
that God never tells us to do anything that He will not enable us to do. He says, live peaceably with all men. And you just said, it peace is not always possible. Well, before we circle back around, let me remind you, Jesus was the great peacemaker. But not all lived in peace with Him. Uh, he was at peace with everyone. Not, not everybody lived at peace with Him. He was the great peacemaker. Preachers of peace... Preachers of the Lord Jesus Christ have often been the ones to cause disturbance. And often we as the old-time religion, we as the old-fashioned preachers, we as the dinosaurs of yesteryear who still think that we ought to just preach the Word of God, a uh, bunch of troublemakers, you can't get along with anybody. I'm very easy to get along with. I will... I, I will, I will, I almost said break bread. I will, I will break tacos with, with just about anybody. Uh, there's a difference in living peaceably. Let me ask you a question, questions you're going to know the answer to. Can purity get along with impurity? Well, how is the purity of Christ going to get along with the impurity of this world? Uh, can righteousness... Get along with unrighteousness? Can truth get along with error? The obvious answer is no, because they're constantly at war with one another. Uh, right is not going to get along with wrong. Well, if an individual embodies one side of that, and then there's individuals that embody the other side of that, then how are we going to live peaceably? How are we going to get along with everyone? Well, the Bible says to live peaceably with all men, and I'm certain you've already seen it, but you have to look at that, that verse in its entirety, if it be possible. Now, before we use that as our loophole, Christians are good at searching the Scriptures, not for the truths that will sustain us, for the loopholes, so we don't have to do certain things the Bible says. Before you say, I got it, I got it, brother so-and-so, it's just not possible to get along with him. It's just not possible to get along with her. Now, before you use that, if it be possible, let me help you. Uh, from God's viewpoint, if it be possible, not your viewpoint, if it be possible. But the scripture says, if it be possible. So we should live peaceably with all men as much as possible. It means that, if you go back to verse number one, we've surrendered our will, we, we, we're surrendered ourselves, we've had the renewing of our mind, we've been transformed, uh, we're trying to uh, do our part in the body of Christ, and the scripture says that uh, we're going to bless them which persecute, we're going to rejoice with them that do rejoice, you remember that? We're going to weep with those that, that weep, we're going to recompense to no man evil for evil, we're going to provide all things honest. We're getting to that part. I think then we're probably ready to handle if it be possible. See, here's what we like to do. is like, well, so-and-so did this and this and this and this or this happened. It's just not possible. Now, wait a minute. Have you done everything in verses 1 through 17 to make it possible? It might not be possible because you have a hard time of verse number 17 of recompense or repay to no man evil for evil. Well, then it might not be possible. 
as much as possible, we want to have peace with all men. And let me make this statement still in our introduction tonight. The impossibility of peace must not be on the believer. We as Christians, we as the believer, we must be doing everything in our power to make sure there is peace. It means we may have to humble ourselves. Well, I'm just not budging. Well, I, I, I don't think that we've found that yet in verses 1 through 17. You know, recompense, you know, rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Don't budge if they're not budging. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see that in there. If we're going to get along, don't you think that Christians could get along with not just Christians, but with those that are not Christians, if we just weren't always looking to not get along? Well, I know I'm in the right. Now, I'm going to get to just a moment. We don't violate our, our principles. But the Bible says as much as possible, live peaceably. Uh, if, if you know you're right, is that enough? No, everybody has to know I'm right. That's usually when it gets to our pride. It's not enough just to be right. Everybody's got to know I'm right. Uh, it's like the parent with the child, you say, don't you say another word. It's like, word. <laughs> I have to get the last. Oh, we got to put our pride down. we got to humble ourselves. we gotta, we got to live without pride. We have to be patient with people. we got to love people while standing for right, holding to our own principles. The problem is, a lot of Christians have never taken their time to establish principles by which they live by. Bible principles, Bible truths, scriptures that they've used to establish these are the things I do and these are the things I don't do. This is the approach I take to a situation. And some people are harder to get along with than others. And if, I know nobody here has ever discovered this, but there are some people just looking for somebody's buttons to push and there's some people, they, they approach their day just like some approach their day. They're ready to go. This is the day which the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Just like there's that person who loves the mornings and they get up singing with the birds and they're ready to attack the day. There's the exact opposite. Uh, if you could picture it this way, you know, the sun is shining over this house and there's a storm over this house here. Uh, so some people, you know, you're going to encounter people who are having a bad day. You know, there's a lot of enemies made. There's a lot of relationships severed because one party is having a bad day and the other party doesn't handle it right. This is what the Bible is talking about. Live as, as much as possible. Live peaceably with all men. We're to humble ourselves. Uh, we're to love people while, while we oppose wrong, while we take our stand. See, uh, compromise, here's the difference. Compromise comes when we replace as much as possible with at all cost. Don't forget that statement. This is where we lose our interpretation of Scripture and we put our context on it of, well, the Bible says to live peaceably. Well, let's, let's take the whole verse in context. We're supposed to love one another. I agree. Love and fellowship. You're talking about fellowship. That's not what that word love says, love one another. Uh, we have to keep that in context because compromise comes when we replace as much as possible. 
Isn't that what the Bible says? Sometimes we interpret it with at all cost. Uh, now, I want to live peaceably with all men, but if it means I have to compromise Scripture, I'm sorry. If you're going to take offense at that, you're just going to have to take offense at that. I'm not looking to, to, to make an offense with you, but I'm not going to compromise what the Bible says. But a lot of times we make, and I'll use the word enemies tonight, because we're not, our goal is not to live peaceably at all costs or to leave, live, live as peaceably as possible. Because uh, this progression of this chapter, we have been surrendering our will. We have been setting down our pride. Uh, we have practiced uh, uh, rejoicing with those that rejoice. We've wept with those that weep. Somebody does evil to us, we're, just, we're not going to repay them. We're just going to let the Lord work, handle that, work that out. And uh, now we get to the point where we ought to live as peaceably as possible with all men. As much as possible. Now let me give you, uh, how, how are we going to do that? It's one thing to say we ought to do it, and we need to do it. It's another thing to figure out how to do it. And so tonight I want to say, number one, we do it by having self-restraint. Um, we tell our children to watch what, we, watch what you say. It would be good for a lot of us to just look ourselves in the mirror, and before we leave today, say, watch what you say. You find yourself saying stuff just to speak your peace? To, I just had to set them straight. Why? Uh, we'll live peaceably. Um, somebody else is having, a, you know, you're having a conversation to, you know, way away from you. It's like, well, they, I just had to go over there and tell them and straighten them out that uh, what they were talking about was all wrong. Oh, my. Um, how, is it, how is it really going to affect eternity? How is it really going to change and make a difference? We're going to have some self-restraint. Now, the Bible is teaching us here that there is a way that we as a Christian should treat other people. Have, have we gotten that theme from this chapter? We surrender ourselves to God so that we may treat people the way God wants us to treat them. And so it, it, we get to this point now well, we're going to begin addressing those that do not treat us the way God would have them treat us. You say, well, I try and be kind, but people aren't kind. But we need to get, get in our Christianity. It's got to be a little bit deeper than just, I'll be a good Christian if you'll be a good Christian. It's got to be, I'll be a good Christian if nobody else is a good Christian. Well, if, if, you'll, if you'll be nice to me, I'll be nice to you. Sadly, that's the way a lot of Christians are living. And we're supposed to be Christ-like if nobody else is Christ-like. Well, they were rude, so I set them straight. Where in the Bible are you going to find that? Now, if you want to attack my Savior, you want to attack the, the Word of God, I will defend what is attacked. There's a difference. And just, I had to, I had to, man, oh, I don't even want to go down that road, but um, now we're going to start talking to people who do not treat us the way that Christ has instructed us, the scripture instructs us to, to treat them. Um, it's like, let me just throw this in just because I want to throw it in and, and it applies and it doesn't apply. It's like, I tip, if I go to a restaurant, I tip the server out of my character, not their character. Well, they did a horrible job. Well, don't, please don't leave an Emmanuel Baptist Church track in, in a quarter and a nickel and two pennies. Please don't. 
don't do that, don't do that. Um, uh, you know, that, that's the way we ought to live, is I'm going to live out of my character. I'm going to treat people right because it's the right thing to do. We have to have some self-restraint. Um, we're told in verse 19, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves. Oh, we, we've, we've got to get this, Christians. It's not our job to make things even. The parents, let me interject, just because it's a good time to interject this. With, with school and, and, and things around ministry, it's not your job to even things up. Teachers, it's not your job to even things up. I just found a place to throw that in there. But as Christians, it's our responsibility to glorify God. My biggest problem is not my enemies. It's you. No, no. It's, 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 not my, it's not my enemies. My biggest problem is me. Do you realize if somebody is unkind to you, you will not give an account of their unkindness? But you will give an account of your reaction to their unkindness. Uh, th- this, is, this is really where it gets down to Christianity. Are we Christ-like in the way that we treat those that do not treat us right? And we are told in Scripture, in verse 19, avenge not yourselves. Now Jesus, you ought to take some time to study it out. Jesus was very clear to his disciples every time, this world's going to treat you worse than they treated me. You think they're going to treat me this bad and then honor you? He says, people are going to treat you bad. And all the disciples, they were martyred. Uh, we are always, Christians are always going to be at odds. And then the, the saddest thing is for Christians to be at odds with each other. Um, the biggest thing this world needs to see is for Christians to live like Christ, to be Christ-like. Well, I can get down in the dirt. Well, I'm glad that you can, but, but do you have to? Uh, we do not have to. Well, I, I've got to set them straight. The Bible says, avenge not yourselves. Uh, you should never seek justice on your own behalf. Now, this is a whole other study, but you could seek it on behalf of others. The Bible says, avenge not yourselves. Well, I got to get even. That is a clear contrast. That is a clear contradiction to Scripture. Is avenge not yourself. Have some self-restraint. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and say that when somebody is unkind to us, you know, we often say this, if you write it down, I'll sign it. That's not to say we don't think it. It's not to say that we, don't, we have to restrain ourselves. Uh, we have to have some self-restraint if we are going to live peaceably as possible with all men. Number two, are we having fun yet? Submit. And by the way, and I'll expand on this in a second, Submitting is the hardest thing for a Christian to do. If there's scripture you know to live and you just won't live it, you know what the problem is? It's not the scripture, it's not the fact that it's 2019, you just don't want to submit to God. It's submitting to scripture. Submit. What's the Bible say? Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place under wrath, for it is written. 
Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Referring to the book of Deuteronomy when God says, Hey, vengeance, I'll take care of it. See, vengeance does not belong to us. Evening things out, well, well, the, the, the churches, they mistreated us, or, or, or I was mistreated, or, or and, and sad to say, for people to say that, I'm, I'm glad that we are not oppressed like those around the country, Christians around the, around the world are oppressed, but they can say what they want. There's companies that will discriminate against Christians, and there are Christians, some of you, you've been passed over for job promotions just because you were a Christian. Now, you can never prove that. So well, I've got to make that, so what am I going to do? I'm going to burn, on my way out, I'm burning the whole place down. And then anyway, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to blow it all up. Now y'all come see, see us at Easter now. No, you submit for it is written. Vengeance is mine. That's what God's speaking. Have to have some self-restraint not to avenge ourselves, but to submit. It's difficult you have to find yourself submitting with the help of the Holy Spirit when you do have the power to avenge yourself. When you do have the power to even things out. When you do have the ability to set the record straight. What is our goal? Glorify God. Why are we here? To glorify God. It's not to set any record straight. You know, to live that way, you know what we have to do? We have to submit to Scripture. We have to, we have to, it's like little kids, it's like, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd whoop you, but my mom says I gotta be home, so I don't have time. You know, uh, we're bound. We are bound by the Scripture. We are bound to the commands of God, and it takes submission. That's why this chapter starts in verse number 1, a living sacrifice. Uh, dead people don't have feelings. Uh, God, whatever your will is for my life, I'm willing to submit to that. So that's just not the way I, I, I was reared. That's just not the way that I'm wired. That's why you have to have that transformation and replace our mind with the mind of Christ. That's where it's got to start. Uh, and then by the time we get to verse 18 and 19, we're trying to live peaceably with all men. We, we've laughed with them. We've cried with them. Oh, we're not going to try and repay that evil. But now I want to get along with everybody. I want to live peaceably. Some people are not going to treat us right. We have to submit. That's how we're going to live peaceably with all men. Um, we have to, number three, restrain. See, Pastor, you just said what self-restraint to submit and restraint. It's a little bit different what I'm talking about. Let's continue to read in verse 19. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I, I will pay, saith the Lord. Notice that phrase, um, avenge not, I'm sorry, um, no, I, I, I'm repeating myself. Number four, number three, give place to the wrath of your enemy. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, give place to the wrath of your enemy. Notice that fra fra phrase, but rather give place unto wrath. Um, what is our first tendency? 
to avenge ourselves. Uh, our first tendency is to avenge ourselves. But what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to submit. Why? Because God says, for it is written, uh, I, I will repay. Okay? There's another part of that. We see it there. But rather give place unto wrath. Now, Christ taught that, you know, if they, if they bid you to go a mile, you go twain. If they smite you on one cheek, you turn the other. So there are principles all through Scripture we're not just supposed to respond in the flesh. And now we have in Scripture, after we have submitted, after we have yielded, after we have made ourselves a living sacrifice, after we have the mind of Christ, we get plugged into the church, and I just want to be a help to people. Now people are not treating us the way that we're going to treat them. And by the way, if you're a new Christian, you're new in church, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a shocking thing when you find out that not everybody who claims to be a Christian responds that way. And one of the things that, Pastor, I just, I, I can't understand it. You can't understand it because you're trying to look at it through the mind of Christ. And the other party is not. That's the difference. But this is something that is very important. We are to give place to the wrath of the enemy. That doesn't mean you're just laying there and letting them just keep kicking over and over and over and over again. Uh, but we've already seen we're supposed to avenge not ourselves. We've already seen in this scripture that uh, we're supposed to submit to scripture. What does the Bible say? Well, I have to do that. What does the Bible say? That's what I'm going to do. How, what's the Bible say? That's how I'm going to respond. We spend too much time letting our emotions decide how we respond. We must let scripture decide how we respond. Uh, give place to the wrath of your enemy. Let me make it very simple and practical. Get out of the way. Uh, how many does it take to fight? It takes two. Now, it only takes one to get beat up on, but, you know, it takes, it takes two to be combative. Now, you know me well enough to know that I believe there are some things that we fight for. But Scripture spells those out. There are some things I don't have to think about it. I don't have to take a vote on it. I don't have to uh, get any opinion on it. I don't have to get counsel on it. If, 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 they're, if, they're, if their lines crossed, you fight for it. And say, how long? There's some things you fight until you've got nothing left to fight, fight with, fight for it. You just fight to the end. Because that's, there's just some things that are that way. Uh, this is a side note, but I have a non-negotiable list. I think every Christian ought to have a non-negotiable list. These are things that are not up for negotiation. These are things that I'm just, there's not up for debate. Um, it'll help you decide what conversations to have with certain people, too, if you have a non-negotiable list. Because some things are non-negotiable with me. There's no sense in having any conversations about them. Anyway, that, that's, that's, that's another um, lesson for another day. But we to get out of the way. You don't have to fight with everybody that wants to fight. You don't have to be combative with everybody that wants to be combative. Uh, you don't even have to let somebody who's in a bad mood get you in a bad mood. Now, we've all done this, so if you do this regularly, don't think I'm just picking on you. They just ruined my day. We don't have to let somebody ruin your day. 
But I've been married to her for 30, well, well that's a different, that's a, that, 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 that's a different, that's a whole different story right there, right? We found that exception to scripture. That. Make room for people to cool down. I have a, a philosophy, if you will, that I try and live by, I try and pastor by. And you may want to write this down and make it your own. Everyone gets the opportunity to be human. Say it like this, everyone gets the opportunity to have a bad day. This is how we respond sometimes. Somebody's having a bad day and they say something they shouldn't have said. They respond in a way they shouldn't have responded. They do something they shouldn't have done. You know what we do? We get out our phone. You will never believe. You'll never believe what just happened. And they're supposed to be a Christian. Oh, and they're supposed You never believe. Have you ever had a bad day? Let me help you. You have. Have you ever been dealing with something that just turns your world upside down? This isn't easy living, but it's scriptural living. Give them, give them some room. Sometimes, they're a bad day, they get over it, and you haven't lost a friend. Or better yet, you haven't created an enemy. Now, I'm willing to battle over that which is right, but I'm not looking for enemies. I'm not looking for them. Uh, but get out of the way. Don't be, com don't be combative. Some people, they, they thrive on that. They, 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 they just live for that. Yeah, that's, what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what they live for. Make room for people to cool down. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Uh, give people the benefit of the doubt. If we would spend less time trying to figure out what they meant by that, uh, you know, I, I don't want to live my, I don't want to live that way. Um, you say, well, well, Pastor, I, I got hurt, and so it's just my defense mechanism. Oh, oh really? We're, we're, that, that, that's 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 how we want to live. Uh, I, I don't want to live that way. I want to please my Savior. I want to, I'm not perfect. I'll be the first to admit that. But I really want to make an effort to treat people the way they ought to be treated. And sometimes, and I can, I can say I haven't been perfect in this. There are sometimes I can look back when I was much, much younger and much, much, or less wise, you know, like last year, you know, I, I didn't, you don't give people room to cool down. You can make an enemy that you don't have to make. So give place to the wrath of your enemy. Oh, you're mad? Okay, go right ahead. Well, well, they're saying this and this about me. Okay. Remember when you were in third grade and your mom said, you know, just because they say it doesn't make it true. And then you're mad at your mom for saying that to you. Sticks and stones may break my bones. Okay, let's try that then, you know. Uh, you, you, we don't have to become, give place to, to the wrath of your enemy. Um, but see, the reason why we, sometimes we, we can't do that is because we haven't submitted ourselves. 
that we're not living to honor. Let me give you the last one tonight, and we'll be done. Make way for the wrath of God. Uh, if it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. That'll be the goal of everyone. Uh, you can... We, it, it, and the, those that have compromised and those that don't believe like we do label us unfairly and unjustly as contentious and we can't get along with anybody. That, that's to cover their own compromise. But I do believe you can have a strong stand and not be a jerk. You know who I have... I, you know, I, don't, I don't have a lot of problems getting along with people who work in the community. I'm not going to say there's not some that just aren't fond, but why? Because you're not... I just want to please my Savior. I want, I want to have a good testimony. It has no bearing. They are not going to be witnesses when I stand before God. He's got the record. And if He knows my heart of, okay... You know, I haven't always thought this way, but when, when there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a combative situation and in the context of our Bible study tonight, uh, when there's others treating us the way that, that we, sh we don't want to be treated and they shouldn't treat us, uh, why don't we try and make a, instead of trying to make an enemy, why don't we try and make an enemy a friend? How do you do that? Give, a, give, give place to the wrath. Because that brings us to the last one I just mentioned. You make way for the wrath of God. Verse 19, dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. God defends His people. We're, looking, we're seeing this in our Sunday school lessons. God says, you just go possess the land. Well, there's enemies there. I... I, I will take care of it. You just do what I tell you to do. You won't have to worry about your enemies. Uh, the same thing is true of, of the Christian. The same thing is true of the church in the day we live today. We're just supposed to obey the commands of God and let God defend His people. Uh, let God will... Well, they're, they're, they're mistreating us and they're slandering us and, and let God defend His people. God defends His word. He defends his word. Well, Pastor, I, I'm trying to be a good Christian. I'm trying to do what the Bible says, but it just seems like because I'm not being treated fairly, I'm, I'm getting pushed further and further down, and, and they seem to get away with it. No, God always defends his word. You stick by his word. The Bible is true. And, and by the way, Christian, I, I understand. Believe me, I understand. But are we living our life? To please Him? To, to please our God? Uh, that ought to be the goal. God is just. Now, remember this important principle in the context of make way for the wrath of God. And we're going to spend time with how to treat our enemies next week. We're going to make, make way for the wrath of God because God is going to defend His people. He's going to defend His word. God is just. Now, this is, this is how God operates. When someone doesn't treat us the way that we're trying to treat them, 
someone, it, you know, we, we look at verse 17 real quick. Recompense to no man evil for evil, okay? That indicates that somebody has done evil to you. We'll talk more about this next week, but somebody's done evil. So it's already established we don't return that evil, but we're talking about those that have done evil. Evil is sin with the intent to hurt, to harm to do damage to. So someone is doing evil to me. What am I, you, well, I don't know what you're all worked up about. And by the way, it's like, what are they trying to do? Gossip is evil. Can I just throw that out there? Um, it, it's evil. And so sometimes we think it's some sinister thing, you know, that somebody is, is doing, and it's as simple as, as words that would hurt another Christian. Be that as it may, if something is being done to us, God will defend His people. God will defend His word. God will give space. Don't miss this. God will give space for repentance. You say, oh, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I, I, used to, I used to joke about it. Well, I wish God would make me His instrument of vengeance. And, and vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Okay, God, get them. God's going to say, no, I'm going to give them a chance to repent, to make it right. Aren't you glad that God is that way when you woke up on the wrong side of the bed and you were worked up about something and your world had come crashing down and you were short and you were crude and you were rude to somebody? Aren't you glad God gave you the space to say, okay, I'm sorry? God is going to give an opportunity. He's going to give space for repentance and reconciliation. God is always going to give that space. But He will, He will repay the wrath. He will step in. He will defend His word if both are ignored. This is leaving it in God's hands and just doing and living the way that we are supposed to live. If you stop to recompense evil, one, you violated scripture, but what are you not doing? You're not doing good. You're not living to glorify Him. Uh, we have to get back as Christians to being more concerned about what God thinks about us than what Everybody else thinks about us. Uh, that, that's got to be our goal, our concern. So let me, let, me, let me close it with this, trying to live peaceably with all men. If God gives us space, shouldn't we give us space? Now, if somebody is just in a tirade and they're just, I can't believe it, don't, don't. Right then is probably not the, good, the best time to try and work things out. Give place to the wrath. Give them a space. By doing so, if there's no reconciliation, did I do something wrong? They've calmed down now, they've cooled down. And next time you're together, like, like nothing ever happened? Okay, I guess that's better than having an enemy. What is it? Well, if you give space, it gives God time to work. And, and let me help us tonight. If, if you've got some things in your heart with bitterness towards people, it's only a matter of time before the results of that, which are very destructive, 
You say, well, in, in the churches, the God's church has always had opposition. It will have opposition. But you know, God can take care of all that. There's this one person at work. They just, okay, well, the Bible says that we ought to try and live peaceably with all men. Uh, we create a lot of the conflict. We don't have to have it. If we just put down our pride, we put down our feelings, and we, and we get out of this, well, I've got I've to make it right. I've got to get, no, it's God's, God's job to make it right. It's my job to do right. And we'll see how this ties together with the end of this chapter next week. If you respond this way, uh, it ha- it had, God can use it in the life of those. God will use it. Why? Because God stands by His Word. He defends His Word. He defends His people. And uh, I, I, would, I would rather have God um, speaking for me than me. Uh, let's get to that place. Uh, let's not look for some enemies. Let's try to avoid them. Our stand, church, on this book right here is going to get us enough. That's just the way it is. Because good and evil can't coexist. Right and wrong can't coexist. Truth and error can't coexist. So you just believe that whatever that Bible says is true and it's the preserved word of God and it's perfect? Absolutely. That is going to alienate people from us because they don't want to believe it. Funny story. Um, I, I just flew in before the service and I was checking in to the airport in Kansas City, and, and I had my briefcase, and apparently, as it, was, as it was going through the scanner, apparently there was something in there that got flagged. And they pulled it aside to be searched, and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I hope AJ did not put <laughs> a butcher knife or, or, or something like, oh, please, God, no. And so... I don't know why I said this, but finally the man comes over in his gloves, and he's like, is this your, is this your bag? He says, yeah. I said, yes, it is. He pulls over and says, is there anything in here that can hurt me? And before I could even think of it, I said, well, there's a Bible in there. <laughs> and he just looked at me, kind of, uh, and then turned around. And <laughs> Thankfully, AJ didn't put anything in there. But you know, Standing on right, you know, they crucified our Savior who never wronged anyone but came to save the very people who crucified Him. That's going to create enough enemies for us. And I'm not going, I am not going to change what I believe about this book to be popular. I'm not going to do it. But you know, I, I, I believe, I believe that if we will Go step by step through Romans chapter number 12 and follow the principles there. Our goal can be to be as peaceable as possible with all men. Now, if the Lord brings a battle to our doorstep because of this book or because of right, then we're going to fight it. We don't have to look for them. Let's try practicing that as a Christian. I'm saved and I know it and nobody better ask me about it. And I'll just tell them. And that's why, let me just interject this in, in, in your soul winning and in inviting people to church. Uh, let the Holy Spirit convict them that they're going to go to hell. You don't have to tell them. 
And what I mean by that is, well, I didn't want to listen. Well, you can just go burn. I told them, Pastor. That's not what we want to do. Because you want to let the Holy Spirit of God work in their heart? You know what I mean by that. Let's not look for, um, let's not try and create conflict. Uh, when it comes time to stand, let's stand. And let's draw the line. Here's our non-negotiables. It's not up for discussion. Um, it's, you attack, I have to defend because this is where I stand. Uh, but sometimes if we just step back and remember, remember, remember those, those principles that I think we all ought to live by. Everybody gets a chance to be human. Everybody gets to have a bad day. So I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you're not as much as a jerk because you're coming across right now. You know what happens? A lot of times they'll come back and say, I'm sorry. This was just going on. This was, and I, and I shouldn't have. And, and, and I'm, but too, all too often we as Christians, huh, well, what is your problem? And now we have a conflict that we did not have to have. Did not have to have. Let's let this help us. Father, thank you.